Welcome, I'm Joe, And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for... Stage Door! We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, we're giving you the inside track on what's happening on stage and off. There's our pick of the week, your ring-in request, and a chance to win if you can name that show. And we've got the quick quiz and a hot new segment, Reviewing the Situation, and part three of Brush Up Your Shakespeare. That's all before midday here on Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlowe. We're live across the Thames Valley. This is River Radio. Ah, good morning. Good morning. A vision in pink. (laughs) Thank you for my tea. Tea? Coffee? coffee. What have I got? Oh, good. No croissants this morning. I was going to bring bananas and forgot. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a health drive and now there's a super health drive because there's no food at all. Exactly, exactly. We've got to keep you happy. Ready? Yeah, well, thanks very much. (laughs) So we've got a few new fruity segments. I know, it's so exciting, isn't it? (laughs) So we'll carry on talking about Shakespeare later, but tell me what's, what's reviewing the situation? Reviewing the situation. Now, both you and I see shows quite regularly Mm. and I thought it'd be a really good idea for us to share with our listeners what we think. Good idea, so we get to turn critic. Yeah, and not every week. I don't think we should do it every week, but every now and then we could, you know, just... Pepper Pop it in. in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm finding I'm almost getting back up to match fitness for going to see the really? number of shows that I did pre-pandemic. Not quite, but there was Pretty a point close. where I was going three or four times a week. Yeah. And I've got two or three things to talk about later today. Ooh, so okay. Exciting. Well, so do I. And I have so much news as far as lifting the curtain as do well, you? which is really exciting. But hey, um, today's theme, I've Ooh, decided to give you a theme a today. Theme? A theme today. The whole show is going to be based on movie musicals ah, okay okay so there had to have been probably a movie musical first right that's kind of what we're going to talk about today and uh, yeah so that'll be fun so Ooh. get get that ready for your quiz as it, well i was going to say is uh-huh. that in the quiz too oh, it is god i should have googled now you know i was excited to go and see that witches of eastwick yes concert. Uh, i didn't because the tickets were outrageously expensive oh, no yeah, they started at 50 quid went up to like 180 so what 50 up in the gods I, yeah, 50 quid was a Gee. cheap seat. So, unfortunately, I didn't get to see Witches of Eastwick in concert. Oh, I'm sorry. I bet they'll stream it. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Ah, and I've got some streaming things in Lifting the Curtain. Oh, so do I. We best get on with it. Let's do Name That Show. All right. Da, 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 ba, da, ba, ba. Name That Show. It's that simple. And if you were about to sing just then, you probably got it right. Yeah. Uh, so name that show. We give you three short clips of a song. And we don't want to know what the song is, but for this one, maybe it's it's uh, poignant. Um, but you can call in and uh, ring in, email, whatever, and tell us what show that little clip comes from. Now, I've got this amazing leaderboard. It's all glittery and gorgeous. And if you get it on the first show, you get, you know, extra points. If you get it on the fir- on the second playing, the second example, uh, you get a little less points, but you're still there. And on the third one, that's fine. It was probably pretty obvious by then. But if you know it, please tell us. And it's name that show, not name that song. Let's do it again, Ready? <laughs> tempted to sing. I, I certainly <laughs> want to sing the instrumental bit that comes. Yeah. Oh, what a cracker. I know. It's going to be good, isn't it? So, Joe, J-O at River.Radio, email in, tell me what you think it is. And if you're listening on Spotify or any of the podcasts afterwards, hey, it's not too late. Just let me know what you think it is. Glittery and gorgeous. Get in that glittery and gorgeous leader book. Absolutely. Uh, glittery and gorgeous, just like me. <laughs> Right. 
Oh, it's warm today. <laughs> Why are you fanning yourself? Yeah. Well, you moved at high speed to get here. I was yeah. very impressed. You messaged a few minutes ago to say you're putting on your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and you've still managed to pick up the coffees. I listen, priorities. Do not <laughs> underestimate Joe Carter. Now, I wanted to ask, as we left off here before, we yeah. whistled down the wind. We mentioned we that did. it was on I did somewhere. That in the vault. I googled and, and I thought it was on somewhere in Wales. No. So, it's no? actually at the watermill, like oh, I thought good. it was, but yeah. it's in July. So ah. I just don't think you went far enough when you were looking for that. Oh, okay. But yeah. Um, and that's really exciting. They're actually even advertising for some sound. Um, technicians for that oh, show right. as well. So. Oh, well, hello. Look, here I am, fiddling the knobs. You are. Twiddling the buttons. Yep, you could do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> right, well, go. We've got loads going on. We've oh, had to dive into so, this segment quickly. So much to tell everybody today. Uh, Bristol Vic's got a new artistic director. Have we had our lifting the curtain? Yeah. You were fanning yourself during it. We had a little oh. chat. Oh. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so It's definitely could... played. Okay, no, you're absolutely right. Now I recognise that. There's a, <laughs> there's a couple of times I'm not really recognising certain things and it's going into my subconscious. Oh, I see. Like yeah. last week when I thought... All of last week. No, not all of last week. But, you know, just give me a moment. The caffeine will kick in. <laughs> I know I'm of a middle-aged... Disposition, yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, keep yeah. going. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, buddy. <laughs> no, not at all. Where was I? Uh, Nancy Medina is the new okay. artistic director and joint chief exec of the Bristol of Vic. Yay, Nancy. Yeah, Woo! go, Nancy. She arrives there spring 2023. I say arrives. She lives in Bristol. She's been working in Bristol for years. She went to the Bristol of Vic Theatre School. Ah. And she's worked with my flatmate before. Wonderful yep. woman. She replaces Tom Morris, something yes. of a heavyweight who's been at the theatre for 12 years. Yeah. People thought he was going to be there for about 18 months and then just try and go for the Rufus Norris job, go for the artistic director of the National Theatre. But he was like, no, I'm here to work in Bristol and I Fabulous. want to make theatre. And he has, it's the oldest working theatre in England, um, if not the UK. And uh, yeah, it's got a new artistic director. So Nancy, as a local, I think is going to bring a lot of, um, uh, is going to be able to amplify those local voices and speak to all the communities there. So that's exciting. It is very, very exciting. Um, I've got so many things. Will I go? Yeah, go for it. Well, I think it's really important this uh, Kids Week. It's been announced, Mm -hmm. okay? And for those who don't know, Kids Week is a fabulous opportunity for you to take your children, and that's age 17 and under, for free when you pay for a ticket in the West End. Oh, right. Did you not know this, right? I I didn't know where we were going, but in the West End, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's amazing, yeah. So it happens every August, basically. So if I put on shorts and a little bolo shirt... No, they'll wonder why you don't have any hair. (laughs) Again! Again try. Hey, listen, if I'm doing the middle-aged menopause thing, you can have that one. Right. Um, anyway, so a child 17 and it goes free when accompanied by a full-paying adult. And there's an additional two kids that can attend for half price as well. So it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, there's over 45 shows in the West End participating. Um, some shows have limited availability. So I recommend that you have mm. a few options ready to go uh, when you call up and book. But there's things on uh, like Beauty and the Beast, Mary Poppins, Back to the Future, Matilda, Frozen, Lion King, Horrible Histories. Line the way. I mean, there's just so many, and 101 Dalmatians is uh, will be at Regent's Park oh, as yes. well, which will be beautiful. Which one of um, our students is in? Really? Yeah, which is fantastic. Right? So, yeah, I need to go and see that. Yeah, I so, also need to go and see Legally Blonde in Regent's Park. Yeah. So Kids Week um, in the West End, uh, free children going to enjoy live theatre. The tickets go on sale uh, on the 14th of June next week at 10 a.m. So. These do go quickly, and they only have a limited number of seats per show. So get in there and take advantage of that. 
Yeah, sounds fabulous. I've got quite a few things that are going to uh, need booking early. Oh. It's half of my lifting the curtain is stuff that needs booking. All right. Um, speaking of which, uh, Dear Evan Hansen's announced it's closing in Broadway. October, 22nd of October. So, Oh, here? Oh, yeah, I yeah, know it's, it's closing in Broadway. Yeah, yeah. As well. Um, and I think that's because of the film. Oh, really? Yeah. It's saturated interest, interest in it. Yeah. Um, Chichester's got crazy for you. Eleventh oh, nice. of July to the fourth of September. The tale of a show business obsessed lad who has to choose between his dreams and honouring his family wishes. Now the show—it's the show's thirtieth anniversary, and oh, it's, okay. um, the director and choreographer on this one, Susan Stroman, was part of the original creative. I team. love Susan Stroman. Yeah. Well, wow. get yourself to Chichester in July. Uh, crazy for you's coming there. That's fantastic. I've got a couple of congratulations to give out. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. No, no oh. you've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, could you get out the way? Yeah. Uh, so, congratulations to the cast of Come From Away, who celebrated their 800th performance this week. Aww. Isn't that amazing? I bet that was a riot. I bet they'd have had all of those fans that follow it around the world. I forget what they call them, but the Come yeah. From Away fans. Amazing. 800 performances. Wow. That's amazing. That's in this, this country. Um, and then the next one, you probably wouldn't be able to guess this, but the Lion King celebrated their 20 millionth Audience member in the UK. Oh, I thought you were going to say show. 20 million. 20 million. And that's just in the UK. Yeah. That's why it is the world's best selling It's amazing, musical. isn't it? Uh, God, and you really feel for Disney, you know, that little small independent production company getting all that money. Well done, Disney. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they need it, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's amazing. And don't forget, that's on the Kids Week offer as well. If you have not seen that, listen, if you go and see Lion King, the opening, just be prepared because I cry every time in the opening alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's the incredible bit, isn't it? It, it is. takes your breath away. A Doll's House, part two. I know. Yeah. Go, go, go. Donmar Warehouse, 10th of June. So it opens tomorrow till the 6th of August. 15 years after Nora Helmer slammed the door on her stifling marriage, she's back with an right. urgent request. Oh, wow. This this is a show that has always attracted people, modernising it, trying to rewrite yep. it. I love this sequel idea. She's got to face the family she's left behind. And lots of things to recommend it. Firstly, yeah. the Donmar, great space. Secondly, Absolutely. it's only an hour and 40 straight through. Oh. Big fan of that. Same length has come from away. Uh, and also, the cast is led by double Olivier Award winner Noma Dumaswani. Okay. So she's on the poster, very exciting. Fab. Um, and I can't, I think it's Lucas Hanath audaciously picks up where Ibsen's revolutionary masterpiece left off. And sure. apparently they're very clear you don't need to have seen part one. Oh. Um, time out, New York, when this was staged in Broadway. Again, quite a few Broadway to London transfers yeah. coming. Um, lucid and absorbing, a slam dunk. Fantastic. So it sounds oh, really exciting. It. I think we should. I mean, for those who haven't ever seen The Doll's House or read The Doll's House, I do recommend it. It's such. It, it's so still poignant, right, yeah. today. I mean, it's just a gorgeous play. And it was written in when? Do you remember? Roddy, off the top uh, of your head? Uh, 1890? <laughs> 18 something. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, it's such a good uh, script. And there are films of it. You don't have to read the script or buy the script if you just want to watch a, a film of it. But it's it's... Very empowering. Um, it's just come to me, the 21st of December, 1879. Just came to yeah, you. Yeah, just yeah. came to me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was 11 years out, I'll take that. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. Um, just a couple of other things yeah, that people yeah. can get involved in. I've got so much. Uh, West End Live um, is on the 25th and 26th of this month. Uh-huh. So that's not very far no. away. Now, for those who don't know what West End Live is, it's a, it's free performances from all the top West End musicals in Trafalgar Square, and all you have to do is turn up. What a great weekend out. Oh, fantastic. Pop the kids on the train, pop them on the Elizabeth Line, newly opened, and yep. hop to London and go and, go and have a look at all of those shows on the outdoor stages. Yeah, I mean, Roddy, name a show and I'll tell you whether 
it's going to be there. Okay, Back to the Future. Yes. Only Fools and Horses, the musical. One second. Yes. <laughs> uh, Wicked. Yes, of course. The Lion King. Yes, of course. Okay, right. Matilda. Yes, of course. Uh, so it's looking pretty good for all of them, it's, is it? It's just huge. Absolutely huge. Like everything you can think of. Um, so that's really, really great. And, um, you know, there's other things in there as well. My daughter's singing in it as part of the uh, Roles You Never Play oh, right. cast as well, which is really cool. So that's going to be great. So that's Trafalgar Square, 25th and 26th. Just turn up and enjoy free entertainment. I was going to say, we're always looking for a bargain on stage, door. It doesn't get much better than a freebie, does Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Now, Newsies, the tickets are on sale on yes. Wednesday. Okay? Seize the day. Oh, very good. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to give you that for that. <laughs> well done. Uh, <laughs> for those who don't know that song. song yeah. <laughs> um, so, Newsies tickets are on sale from 10am on Wednesday. They are going to fly. Okay, it's directed and choreographed by Olivier nominee Matt Cole, uh, who's fantastic. Uh, the shows themselves are on from the 29th of November at the Troubadour Wembley Park Theatre, um, but they go on sale on the 15th of June. So please don't miss out on that opportunity. No. Yeah. Do you want? Do you I've want got to some going? more. Young, the Young Vic Who Killed My Father. I've had this one sloshing around on my uh, Lifting the Curtain notes for a couple of weeks because it's only on for three weeks. And it's right. an international theatre Amsterdam production in association with the Young Vic. I think it's going to go like hotcakes. Okay. I think it's probably going to be one of those <gasps> did you see pieces of theatre. Adapted for the stage by multi award winning director Ivor Van Hove. It's an anger soaked letter written by literary sensation Edouard Louis to his mm. father. And it's inspired by him visiting his father after some time apart and finding him almost unrecognisable after a life marked by alcohol, social deprivation and years of hard work in heavy industry in northern France. So this is a UK premiere at the Young Vic of uh, Who Killed My Father, it's called, both a furious indictment of the political elite and a son's declaration of love, performed as a monologue intensely and beautifully by Hans Kesting. That's a review, and that's on for just three weeks, the 7th to the 24th of September. Booking is open. It's worth trying to get in for that, if that's something that tickles your fancy. Yeah. And before we go to a song, Mm. um, National Theatre's got their River Stage Festival. Have you heard about this? No, I've got loads of National Theatre stuff, but I haven't seen that. Okay. So... Returns to the South Bank with its summer programme. Um, Great. Starting July 15th. They always have a brilliant pop-up somewhere. There's, you know, there's either yeah. a big barn or a tent or something bright and colourful yeah. to welcome people. Well, there's several. So over five weekends, they've got leading arts organisations and drum companies and, you know, just amazing, amazing top companies coming to perform. And that includes drag artists, dance companies, music, comedy, spoken word, so much. Um, and so if you have a look uh, on the National Theatre's website, it's called the River Stage Festival. And if you've not gone into things and not really into theatre, it's a lovely walk down the bank. Uh, just pop in, see something, and just enjoy and try and you know experience something new. Yeah, go investigating, Ooh. and I'll hit you with all the other things coming up at the National Theatre later in the year when we come back after a little song here on Stage Door. Woohoo! From a movie. Put on your sunglasses. <laughs> We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight, and we would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We do sincerely hope you all enjoy the show, and please remember, people, that no matter who you are and what you do to live, thrive, and survive, there are still some things that make us all the same. You, me, them, everybody, everybody. Everybody needs somebody. Someone to love 
her, please her. Hold, squeeze, and please that person. Give them all your love. Signify your feelings with every gentle caress. Because it's so important to have that special somebody to hold, kiss, miss, squeeze, and please. the film the blues brothers no no i haven't this is a cracker there's a lot we've got to sit down and watch isn't there i did once arrive at a light switch on for a pantomime with the um, peter gunn theme playing yes, yes. and the music was for another event on stage but the way oh, really? the crowds parted to let us through you'd have thought it was for us no it wasn't <laughs> you're listening to stage door sponsored by jam theater company marlow on river radio and you can listen on our website river.radio on our mobile app for Apple and Android, search for River Radio Live. You can tell Alexa, play River Radio and live right here, right now on DAB. Yeah, we are. And we're lifting the curtain. We are. Batting it away. You know, when you're a bit lost and you're trying to whack the curtain apart, we've got so much, we're drowning in it. We're sneaking around to give you the best stuff. I've got a few quick things that I promised before that break uh, with some little musical interlude from the pictures that we would go through a few things that are coming up at the National Theatre soon. There's the Crucible. I obviously don't like the Crucible, but I seem to be alone. Directed by Lindsay Turner, that's there from the 14th of September in the Olivier. Blues for an Alabama Sky is there from the 20th of September. Samira Wiley from The Handmaid's Tale and Orange is the New Black makes her UK stage debut alongside Giles Torreira from Hamilton. That's in the Littleton in September. The Boy with Two Hearts plays from the 1st of October. That's the widely acclaimed Wales Millennium Centre production, which we mentioned when it was starting, based mm. on the real-life experience of a family's escape from Afghanistan. Really pleased. that na- One of the things the National does very well is showcase brilliant productions that happen too far away from London for many people to okay. have seen it. So great that they're bringing that in. Absolutely. And then Hex is back from the 26th of November. So yeah. that's the National Theatre roundup of shows that have just gone on sale. So if you want to get those hot early bird ticket discounts, then get on their website now. Local news, what's going on? Okay, so um, at the Kenton Theatre in Henley, Mm -hmm. um, tomorrow night you might be able to catch a couple of tickets if you can get in quickly to see comedian Mark Watson. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I really like to do last-minute things like that. Mm. You know, I think it's really fun. Uh, Joe and Roddy, lastminute.com, what are you saying? (laughs) Um, I just like the spontaneity of life, really. Um, And... uh, there's so much happening at Reading uh, from the Hexagon and the Rep Theatre and everything like that. If you want to have a look, I just couldn't write it all down because they even have outdoor performances, which is really fantastic. Go to whatsonreading.com and you'll see all the stuff that they've got there, which is fantastic. At the Watermill Theatre, uh, now we did mention Whistle Down the Wind last week and uh, they are having a production of Whistle Down the Wind from the 22nd of July to the 10th of September, which is a really lovely long time. Uh, So if you didn't listen to last week's um, Out of the Vault and don't know what 
Whistle Down the Wind is about, you can listen on Spotify and catch up on that. Look at you joining the dots. (laughs) Anyone would think this was planned. Uh, um, Anyway, there's also uh, the Watermill at the moment, Bleak Expectations, and that's on until the 2nd of July, and that's based on the hit BBC radio comedy. In Woking um, Theatre, Darren Brown is on until... uh, this, this Saturday yeah, the 11th, this weekend. I've seen somebody yeah. um, posted a picture on Insta of them at the pre-cloth, you know, the, the sure. pre-show. Uh, very excited to go and see it. looks so cool. Yeah. He actually, I saw him um, a couple of months ago at uh, Cooper's Coffee Bar in Marlow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd just been at this one. Sure it wasn't uh, me, because I do look a bit like him. Uh, <laughs> I do. Do you? I do. He's sort of the closest celeb lookalike I've got. And uh, from the 13th to the 18th of June, so Darren Brown finishes on Saturday, and mm-hmm. then straight after that is Footloose, starring Darren Day. Um, oh, yeah, Prima Facie. Yeah, and that's coming to Norden Farm. Yeah, but the, the National Theatre Yeah, So that's with Jodie Comer from Killing Eve um, in Susie Miller's award-winning play. Now, I'm going to definitely go and see that yeah. because I probably, you know... I'll be stupid not to yeah, see Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to get a ticket for Love No Money in the West End. Absolutely. It's a one-woman show. But it's National Theatre Live, you know, in Maidenhead at Norden Farm on the 21st of July and the 23rd of July. So that's a really great opportunity. I mean, head there. I'll be there. I'm definitely going to see that. Jam Theatre this weekend has The Beatles, uh, The Best of the Beatles, um, June 12th, 4pm and 6pm. It's a charity fundraiser for the Thames Valley Air Ambulance. Um, and all the money, every single bit of money is going to that charity. If you are in Marlow. Yeah. Um, you sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if, if you, uh, if you're in Marlow this weekend and cause it's, you know, Marlow regatta as well. Oh, weekend, is it? Yeah. Is that why all the bunting's up? Yeah. Uh, uh. No, it's Jubilee. Yeah. 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 But yeah. they would. They've presume, stayed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you're a fan of the Beatles music, come and hear, um, local community performing you know, the hits of the Beatles, and there's just too many to choose from. I had a really hard time trying to work all that out. Um, <laughs> uh, so June 12th, 4pm and 6pm at the Borlase Theatre. You literally just turn up and give a donation to the charity. Um, also, Marlow Regatta this weekend, uh, the Marlow Regatta Festival has Ben's, Ben's, I can't even speak today, Ben <laughs> Portsmouth, who is the world's best Elvis impersonator. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cool. And so that's this Saturday. Um, I will be there. It's my birthday on Saturday, so I'm having a nice treat to see Elvis that night. Uh, <laughs> so very exciting. Wickham Swan, um, 14th of June, so beginning next week, Menopause and Musical 2, which we've mentioned before. Now, um, if you've got young kids, 19th and 20th of June, it's in the Night Garden Live. Aww. So get that one in. Really good opportunity to introduce children to theatre. Uh, and we've also mentioned before, June 29th of June, July the 2nd, Private Peaceful, Michael Mopergo's play and the last thing uh beck theater in hayes now i've mentioned this before housewives on holiday oh yeah do you remember so that's on the 14th of yes. june which is tuesday isn't it oh yeah, yeah. uh and now this is a surprise you don't know this oh okay you're in it no oh. <laughs> at the beck theater in hayes on the 30th of june is a show called dead dog in a suitcase oh Okay, and the director, Rob Lane, is actually going to be in the studio with us next week. Oh, yeah, <laughs> great. I thought you'd enjoy that, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, Rob's a, Rob's a cracking character. How, I haven't seen him for years. Neither have I. It's going to be nice to see him. Absolutely. going to have to turn his mic down. He's louder than me. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I've got two other things to mention. You alluded to, um, you alluded to there being a show 
coming as part of Kids Week. You mentioned The Lion, the Witch, and then you got cut off because it was the end of your long list. We oh. haven't mentioned this yet. The Lion, okay. the Witch and the Wardrobe yeah. is coming to the Gillian Lynn in July, and it's running until January next year. Okay. So this is from the 18th of July, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. It's based on Sally Cookson's original production at Leeds Playhouse in 2017, mm. which then went to the Bridge Theatre, which you're a big fan of, in mm-hmm. 2019. It toured, starting at the Curve last year, including it came through Aylesbury. So if you missed it last year or you loved it and you want to go again, mm. it's... This is the five stars, according to the Mail Metro and Telegraph production of Lion the Witch, um, starring Samantha Womack as the White Witch. And the poster, I mean, the, the, the poster's a bit of a mess. The posters are smashed together right. of the original lampposts that they had in Leeds. Yes. Very classy lampposts. Yep. And then at the bridge, they did a lion. They did a multicoloured lion. Mm-hmm. And they've just sort of fused the two together. And you know when you go, come on, somebody there's gone, can I have them both? And somebody should have said no. No, yeah. But I'm sure, I'm sure on stage, I mean, the production photographs look magical. Yeah, and fantastic. that's part of Kids Week. And that's... the last thing I'm dying to mention. Go. This weekend, it's the Tonys. And the reason I want to mention it is that there's a New York Times article discussing whether or not we ought to bestow a prize on ensembles. Uh, And the writer says, when a cast meshes so well that it manages to create something sublime, shouldn't all of them be honoured as one? I think that's a lovely idea. Absolutely. I think if the Tonys don't, the Olivier should institute an award for ensembles. Absolutely. And speaking of ensembles, um, did you know that there was history made? Um, here uh, this week. Uh, it was the debut of Emma Harris playing the role of Madame, is it Geary in... Don't know. Mm, I don't know either. <laughs> don't know. Class. What's the show? Phantom. Oh, right. Okay. Um, anyway, so she's second cover um, yeah. and she she was playing the role of Madame Geary and the weirdest thing about it is that 24 years prior she was um, Meg Geary. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's the first. So it says Emma covered and played the role of Meg Geary 24 years ago and makes history as being the first person to play both Meg and Madame Geary. It'd be fab if you'd seen both of those shows. And you're like, gosh, she bears an unbearable similarity. I mean, there's there's photographs of her on West End understudies. Uh, But yeah, so. Fantastic. I had one last piece of local news that I forgot to tell you. Rabble, my friend Rabble in Reading, they've been awarded the lease of the Caversham Stables as their new home. So just by Reading's beautiful Caversham Court Gardens, the council have chosen them above the other bids for the cultural value that they bring to the region. Which is brilliant, isn't it? So they've got a home. They're going to pause their shows, I think, for six months to get settled into their new home. But how fantastic. They can run Mm. their workshops from there, the outreach programmes, the education stuff. So, yeah, well done, Rabble. Yeah, I think any local council that can invest in that sort of thing needs a big applause. A big applause. Yeah, well done them. Right, our pick. Oh, no, (laughs) it is our pick. It's just playing quietly in the background. All right. Okay, so this isn't on immediately, but it's important because it's just been released, okay? From Here to Eternity. Mm-hmm. Do you know that musical? Yeah. Yeah? And this is a newly revised production of it, and it's coming to the Charing Cross Theatre on uh, the yeah. 29th of October. Now, I know that's a long way off to the 17th of December, but I just know that when we get closer to Christmas as well, people want to see things that are moving Yeah, and, um, you know, just, it just brings people together, yeah. and that's really what this will do. And it's set against the backdrop of Pearl Harbor in 1941, and the musical depicts the affairs of the U.S. soldiers stationed in Hawaii and their worlds uh, dramatically ripped apart forever. So, you know, it's a really powerful musical uh, featuring the lyrics by Tim Rice, uh, music oh. by Stuart Brayson, and the book by Bill Oakes. Tim Rice uh, is my favourite lyricist. Yeah. Don't like his politics, but I like his lyrics. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a really beautiful musical with fantastic songs, um, and I think it's going to, 
with the intimacy of the Charing Cross Theatre as well, I think it could be super powerful. And I know what you were saying about one of those things that you're drawn to because it just feels sumptuous. And, yeah. and, and actually, of course, many people will know the... I, I don't know the musical, but I do know the Burt Lancaster film with um, Frank Sinatra, Deborah yep. Carr. So, yeah, yep. one of those sort of classic matinees. Yeah. How fab. Yeah. Great. Right, name that show part two. Name that show. And I'm ready for love. <laughs> That's it. Well... I know it. Yes. And given that I don't know many of them, I feel like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think anybody that, that tunes in, whether it's on, you know via the podcast or whatever, is going to get that. Yeah, can we hear it all one time? Yeah, of course. And I'm ready for love. Hey, listen, I tell you what, if you know the singer as well, I'll give you an extra bonus oh, point. Oh, bonus points. Bonus points for star the singer. The- uh, if you recognise that second clip that we're playing to you, email in joe at river.radio, that's jo at river.radio, and tell me what show that song is from. Now, there's one more chance a bit later in the hour, and you'll be able to definitely, you know, confirm your thoughts, but get in now so I can put it on my second clip leaderboard list. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word. Ah, oh, fantastic. The phone's ringing. Will I get that? Yeah, of course. Time for our ring-in request. I yeah. wonder who's on the line today. Gone. Hello. Hi, Jim Roddy. It's Joe from Marlow here. I love listening to River Radio and I just wonder whether you could play for me Any Dream Will Do. I used to sing it all the time when I was little and still do. And um, my children know to put it on um, whenever I'm feeling a little bit sad. Aww. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Aww. What and a lovely tonic. You know, that, that is a very famous musical as well, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And also that is touring. That's coming through Wokingham. So, uh, Woking, rather, because yeah. I missed seeing Lindsay Hately in the West End. Yeah. She's playing the narrator in Woking at the New Victoria. And I know that and you've always wanted... I'm going, I'm going. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Oh, so, oh. Joe from Marlowe, enjoy this number. my eyes drew back the curtain to see for certain what I thought I knew far, far away someone was weeping but the world was sleeping any dream Still has 
what role would you play in that? Um, oh gosh, there's a whole range of ones I'd like to play. I I wouldn't mind being the pharaoh. Yep. Quite fancy doing a bit of ha 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 ha. The Potiphar would be good fun. Yes. And if I could multi-roll that with the baker or the butler, mm-hmm. that would be ideal. Do you want to do the whole thing? Yeah. No, just all the funny, yeah. <laughs> funny sort of jowly parts yeah. with silly voices. Yeah. Well up for that. Fantastic. Right now, with a sense of trepidation, time for the quiz. Okay. As you know, Roddy, mm-hmm. uh, today's theme is movie musicals. Yeah. Okay. And everything so far is that's where it's come from. You know, some kind of musical that's been made a movie or vice versa. Oh, yeah. There's the Donny Osmond, uh, uh, it, Joseph. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So today is still on my other theme of quizzes. Is yeah. it Footloose or Fame? Oh, right. So, right. Okay. Footloose or Fame. Okay. And both of those were actually movies first. And then became musicals. Okay. All right? So these are song titles, 10 song titles. You have to tell me if it's Footloose or Fame. Are we ready? Yep. Number one, Still Rockin'. Okay, yeah. I Want to Make Magic. Mm Mm-hmm. Three, Dancing is Not a Crime. (laughs) Right, yeah. Let's Play a Love Scene. Mm Mm-hmm. That's quite a well-known one from that. Oh, is it? Good, yeah. (laughs) Bring On Tomorrow. Yeah. Somebody's eyes. <laughs> yeah. You're just giving up, aren't you? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I'm just thinking this is going to be entirely potluck. Okay. I'm free. Yeah. Can't keep it down. <laughs> yeah. Story of my life. The girl gets around. Uh, yeah. And finally, these are my children. Okay. So 10 song titles, you have to know whether it came from Footloose, the musical, or Fame, the musical. Well, I simply don't know. So please help me out. Email in roddy at river.radio and see whether or not you can help me with whether those are from Fame or from Footloose. Absolutely. Whilst we listen to something called Keep the Beat from Ooh. Vivo. Ooh. The plan was get to a bus. Next thing you know, the two of us are floating, drifting somewhere new. She said we'd take a shortcut I'm trying to be a good sport But I don't see how we make it through Remember the size of the world before It was you and I Just you and I And now the horizon holds so much more And it's do or die Yeah, it's do or die
Oh, I don't know Vivo. No, it's an American computer animated musical comedy film. And that's Lin-Manuel Miranda, right? Uh, Yes, it is. Yeah. How did you know that? Oh, just magic. You're listening to River Radio, online at river.radio, on Apple, Android and Alexa. You can listen again on our website. We're a podcast on Apple and Spotify. We're broadcasting live on DAB. And we're about to humiliate ourselves in the answers to the quiz. one of my favourite parts. <laughs> what, seeing me squirt? Oh, the hour. I just kind of like introducing something new. Yeah. So there's ten song titles mm-hmm. and you have to tell me if it came from Footloose, the musical, or Fame. In my head, they're the a very similar, ca- like, of course, same lead singer. Like, I've got a very distinct impression of them being in the same bracket. So you're going to hear a lot of this. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just really think about what Footloose is about. Do you know what Footloose mm, is about? No, not really. Do we need to look at the vault for that? Yeah. Okay. And Fame the Musical? I think I've seen one of them, but I don't know which. Okay. Footloose is about... Okay, There's those dancing. leg warmers in both of them, isn't there? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, more fame than the other. Anyway, song title number one was Still Rockin'. Still Rockin'. I reckon that's from Fame. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Footloose. Second title, I Want to Make Magic... Uh, fame. Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, dancing is not a crime. Dancing is not a crime. I reckon that's Footloose. Correct. Yes. Because that's really what it's about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's play a love scene. Let's play a love scene. I reckon that's fame. Correct. <gasps> um, bring on tomorrow. Bring on tomorrow. It could be from absolutely anything. Uh, Footloose. Fame. <sighs> yeah. Uh, somebody's eyes. Uh, just out of context. Whose eyes? What are you talking about? What are, you, what are they doing there? Put them back in the jar. Somebody's eyes. Fame? Footless. No. You know, I'm, I deliberately go and find, you know, things that could be anything. Yeah, just generic, just, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm free. I'm, I'm, I'm free, Mr Humphreys. Uh, I'm free. Fame? Footless. <laughs> Can't keep it down. <laughs> um, I reckon that's fame. It is. The girl gets around. Uh, ooh, do, 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 do. Footloose. Yes. And finally, these are my children. These are my children. Mm, footloose. Fame. <sighs> Five out of ten. That's pretty good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, given I didn't know at all, that's not too bad. Yes, and next week we will have Director Rob Blaine doing that as well, so you won't be on your own. Oh, good. Okay? I'm relieved. You'll be okay. Right, well... We have promised that we've got a new feature on the way. We've got a new jingle coming up for our new feature. Uh, But before that, shall we do part three of Name That Show? Let's do it. Name That It is such an iconic little bump. It reminds me of the first winner of Britain's Got Talent. Oh, yes. Because they did a remixed version of it and then landed. First winner? Uh, I think it was the first winner, was it? George. Not? Yeah, George, mm. yeah. Funny that we both remember his name. Yeah. Oh, cute. And landed on the button of the music. Beautiful. So if you think you recognise that little clip, that's the third one we're playing this hour and the final one as well. If you know what musical that comes from, please let us know. Now, today's theme has been movie musicals that might give you a bit of a hint. It's Movies that have become musicals or musicals that have become movies. That's our theme for today and that's 
applies to this song as well. Now, we've got a review. With our statutory theatrical flair Absolutely. there. fair playing. I feel like I need to put my glasses on for this. <laughs> <laughs> right, what have you seen? Okay, so I had the privilege of going to see Ruthie Henshaw in Passion at the Hope Mill Theatre in Manchester yeah. last week. Uh, directed by Michael Strassen. Uh, just beautiful absolutely beautiful worth the drive up um you know i think we need to do that sort of thing as well yeah but uh, it was about fosca who is a, a female uh, woman who is in her 40s ish mm-hmm. 40s 50s and falls in love with a young soldier who's already attached to somebody else and she's she's mental basically she has mental issues yeah. mental health issues and um really struggles with things but falls in love and eventually manages to make not make but he falls in love with her right um what i really liked so giorgio the the love interest um was played by dean gene wilson and i just want to highlight how well he turned us around yeah so that could have been a really cheesy yes i'm in love with clara kind of thing and no you're old you're crazy you're no leave me alone and there's a lot of that in there because she just turns up he's on a he's on a train going home and she just turns up there you know yeah she's so obsessed with him um but it could have been a really cheesy oh i love you you know kind of thing up by the end but he did it so beautifully it was just the turn into him realising he loved her was just beautiful. They had excellent use of space. I don't know if you've been to that mill, but it's a very small performing space. Mm. And so the set design was excellent, crisp, clean, effective. Um, The only criticism I would have of it was that the opening scene started on the floor. And because the seats aren't raked brilliantly... I don't think anybody other than the first row could see it. Oops, that's yeah. a director who hasn't moved <laughs> during the tech. Yeah, so that was the only thing. But apart from that, absolutely, absolutely loved it. And I'm oh. so glad I got to see it. It's obviously over now, but um, I'm obviously a fan of uh, Stephen Sondheim, who wrote it. And it's one that isn't done very often, but it was nice. just beautifully Nice that done. you got to catch it. I've been to see two or three things. Yep. Um, I've been to see Punch Drunk, which we'll save yes. to chat about next week. But okay. I also went to see Straight Line Crazy at the Bridge Ooh. Theatre, starring Ray Fiennes. It's on till the 18th of June, so you've basically mm-hmm. got another week. Yeah. But in addition to that, it's also on NT Live this week in Reading, in South Hill Park Arts Centre, and in the Beck Theatre Hayes. So just check those mm. websites, because they're on like one odd day. It's obviously like an encore screening, where they get to okay. show the same footage from the live show, because they were actually, when I went, they were recording the ND Live. Oh, and I nice. could see the cameras moving So we can around. hear your laughter. You will, I'm afraid, <laughs> you have to hear me laugh. There is a couple of points where my cackle is quite distinct in the dark, unless they've muted me out. Um, but yeah, I want, it's by David Hare. I wonder if it's almost semi-autobiographical, because okay. you might know he wrote Plenty, Racing Demon, Skylight Name, he's few mm. in the 80s and 90s, got three Tony nominations for them and two Olivier's. Mm. But since then, there's been a sort of spate of things that haven't quite caught in the same way. There's that bizarre COVID monologue he did with Ray Fiennes that no one had any interest in going to see. Okay. Um, uh, but And so this is about a town planner. It's about a city planner in New mm. York. And it's about him being at the top of his game when he was younger. And then later, no one's really listening to him anymore. And I wonder whether that's, you know, flitting around in the mm. back of his mind. Um, the mayor is fantastic, Danny Webb. Um, brilliant. His voice was struggling a little bit. I think he's been roaring a little bit too mm. much. And I missed some of what he was saying. Some of the clarity gets lost in the mm. accent. But the character he created is hilarious. He's the one that you really warm to. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, finds is very good. Finds 
you know, I've never noticed this. He leads with his left shoulder. Uh-huh. And nearly everything I've seen him do, his left shoulder, uh, his left shoulder, even Voldemort stands facing the camera, ready, you know, uh, leads with that arm. He's very good. There's no, no point did I feel like, oh, God, I don't know what's coming next. Mm. There was no sort of edge in it that I would have liked to have seen. But he is so solid. Mm. Never a flicker of doubt came in that he might drop a line or not be on top of what he was doing, like such a secure um, performance. I just don't really know why it's on. I, I mean, it's it's beautifully done. It's all very smart. It's just uh, oh, about town planning in New York in the fifties. Okay. Mm, uh, it's it's just and it does jump actually from time jumps pre war and then post. Mm. But yeah, it's it's very smart. Um, and if you want a good night out, if you're a fan of Ray Fiennes, then you can go and catch that on NT Live. Okay, I've got one more. Oh yeah, yep. So on, after being in Manchester, coming home, we stopped off at Coventry. Oh yes. to see my elder son in Choir of Man. Yes, and uh, I'm. I'm not going to lie, I can't fault it. Really? Yeah. It was just amazing. Did you get a free beer? I didn't get a free beer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's such a fan fantastic show you know and they do the basically you know the actors say come on f- up on stage if you want a free beer because it's actually in a pub yeah and just the joyous um sense of community and that's what it's about it's about connecting with other humans and stuff over a beer or something like yeah. that you know and it's nine amazingly talented gentlemen um who oh, they all play different instruments as well i even s- saw my son playing piano and i don't think he's had a piano lesson for Aww. like 20 years or something <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it was really, really great. Amazing vocals, amazing harmonies. The energy is so infectious. You know, you, you're there with a smile on your face the whole time. Now, Coventry is only like an hour and a half drive from, oh, yeah. from you know, where we are. Um, definitely worth going up there because there's other shows in that festival. Yeah, part of the city um, of culture. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's a really good thing. But also, of course, it's um, in the West End at the Arts Theatre as well. It's, if, it's good fun. My only problem was that I didn't buy any of the monologues, just the sort of crowbarred in in order to justify singing the song. It's a concert, okay. it's a cabaret, it's great fun. Yeah. I just didn't need some of the slightly saccharine... Um, sort of the lead-ins to some of them being like, I can't remember now, but be like, and then I lost my girlfriend and then singing a sad song. I'm like, I didn't need that, oh, just sing the song. That might have been edited. Ah, okay. Out. Yeah, that maybe might have, been maybe, refined. yeah. Because I didn't it, really feel... It is a blast of energy. Everyone goes out singing and smiling. Oh, and I made friends in the bar afterwards in a way that you don't normally talk to people yes. in queues and places yeah. like that. But suddenly you felt yeah. a little bit like you were rubbing shoulders. And also, if you were called up on stage to, you know, be sung yeah. to or something like that, that was done in such an easy way that you could do anything as you wanted up there, yeah. you know, and you'd yeah. feel comfortable and everything would be... No one's put on their hunky-dory. feet and you'd feel uncomfortable. No, exactly, yeah. Right. Let's brush up our Shakespeare. Let's do it. the poet of them all Who will start them simply raven Is the poet people call The part of Stratford-on-Avon Right. Okay. So we've had a lovely couple of weeks, haven't we, talking Mm. about what you love about Shakespeare, your experience, because, you know, you started life very young um, in the Shakespeare field. Well, yep. obviously everybody started life young. <laughs> <laughs> I meant at the Royal Shakespeare yeah. Company, you were a young actor, like a, a toddler actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, you teach Shakespeare and the love of it and the understanding of it so brilliantly and have done for years and years and years. Um, so we've been talking about, um, you know, the different types, tragedies, comedies, yeah. and the... Histories. Histories, thank you. I'd lost that word. Um, you know, we've learnt a lot from you already, um, you know, just that the comedies aren't really necessarily funny, but yeah. it's just more of a happy ending than a, a tragedy, which is obviously um, tragic. <laughs> um, 
we've we've learnt about um, some of the characters, some of the hardest things to do. I asked you last week if there was any uh, show that you wanted to be in. Mm. Okay, do you remember what you said? No, no, no. idea. Absolutely not. I mean, it was two weeks ago that we actually talked about it, and I can't remember what I had for dinner last night. Okay, fair, fair. And, <laughs> and I don't even know what my name is. So you know, I do no? want to play all the clowns. So okay. I have a distinct sort of mission that I've played bottom yep. professionally. I've played Fester the Jester yep. in um, Twelfth Night. I would like to. I did Touchstone at uni. Mm-hmm. I'm going to count that in as you like okay. it. I would like to, another crack at it um, mm-hmm. on a professional stage. Although the, a picture of me as Touchstone is in the Cambridge Schools edition of As You Like It. Okay. Um, uh, which is quite cute. You know, I'm wearing mm. a bright yellow suit and it's compare this depiction mm. with others. Which do you think is... Um, but yeah, I'd like to do all of those clowns. I think the fool in Lear is particularly difficult. I also think Dogbury and Verges are very tricky. Right. Just just so to try and make people... Yeah, Dogbury and Verges are in um, Much Ado. They're mm-hmm. just... They are difficult to access because some of the jokes that is t- satire that's so stale now, mm. it's really hard to pull out. But I fancy giving them a go just yeah. to try and, A little bit like I appreciated that guy doing Touchstone a couple of weeks ago um, at the Wilton's Music Hall in the mm. Northern Broadsides production, getting the audience on side with some off-text jokes, which if it's all off text I go mm, you're gonna have to try and use mm. the words we're here for the words not the story um, but then if you can manage to meld the two fantastic mm. I mean I we one of the big things that we talked about in the first uh, conversation about Shakespeare is how when it's done badly it really ruins ruins our appreciation um, and that it needs to be very um, modern and like just in its approach and very normal and not this weird voice that people put on for Shakespeare. I feel like we are moving away, thank goodness, from the era of revering it so much that it's treated as a hallowed sacred text. It Mm. needs cutting. Like, I have this argument about, you know, Sondheim. I love Into the Woods, but it's too long. I want to leave at the end of all, because that's too long. After Act One, yeah. Even good people need cutting. Yeah. It needs, and I mean, even good scriptwriters need their work chopping down. Because, uh, you know, the two hours traffic of our stage, it says at the beginning of Roman Julia, there's no way you can do that in two hours without cuts. Hamlet, for goodness sake, and the you know I, when people say it's the full unedited version, like for goodness sake, please cut it down. Yeah, um, I'm not I, sticking for that. Yeah. I think it's a wonderful opportunity mm. to get people. It, not that we have shorter attention spans. Mm. You know, we're always saying, oh god, you know, people used to be able to sit down and focus. No rubbish. Human attention span hasn't changed that much. Sure, okay, we might read slightly less, and we mm-hmm. might be more used to a TikTok generation of consuming shorter bites yeah. of things. But actually. Two hours traffic of our stage. That's how long I want to be in a mm. theatre, and that's what he wrote in sixteen oh something. So mm. you know, it really does make sense to mm. chop it down, and then it's more accessible. Not revering it too much and getting rid of that voice. I think yeah. people need to understand what it means in modern English. This is how I teach absolutely, it, yeah. and then transmit that. You copy the way you say it. Yeah, absolutely. So if to be or not to be, that is the question. Means do I bother still trying? Mm. Then you put that in to be or not to be. That is the question. Yeah. And you copy how you'd say it. And then the audience goes, oh, yeah, I, even if they don't understand word for word, they get the transmission the of the inflection. Yeah. A little bit like a six-year-old will laugh at a joke they've told. They haven't really said any words that are funny, but they've copied the pattern they've heard their yeah. uncle do. Yeah, that's a really so, good really good tip. But, yeah, it needs... It needs yeah, it, it doesn't mm. want to be held too reverentially. I, I mean, as you said, you have to understand what you're saying. Yeah. There's, there's no question. Um, just a, cu- a couple of questions. Um, if I was to be, um, what's the word, compared to a Shakespeare character, yeah, 
Who would you think I would be? Mistress Quickly. Oh, why is in that? In Merry Wives of Windsor. So it's a local one to the Thames Valley, Merry you, Wives you of Windsor. You came to that really quickly. Yeah, well, it's because I could see where the question was going. And I was like, bang. And casting-wise, I was like, yeah, you'd be Mistress Quickly. Okay. So it's, um, she's sort of friends with full staff. Um, they, they've got a bit of a have-they-would-they they, um, relationship. And mm. she cavorts around in all of his shenanigans. Um, yeah, definitely Mistress Quickly. You'd enjoy that as well. Yeah, that yeah, sounds fun. Definitely. Um, and what about you? What would I do? Yeah, like like if oh, if personality if, wise, what who yeah, am I so if, to? yeah, probably unfortunately Andrew Hagercheek, if I'm honest, who's the posh, disconnected, uh, I was going to say rude word, um, numpty okay. in uh, Twelfth Night. That's me being self-deprecatory. I don't know. I don't know if I'm too like any of them because quite a lot of those comic characters I like are very much tropes. They're designed. They're they're puffed up for us to laugh at. And yeah. if they were too close to a real human, I think they'd be offensive. What about Sam? Our River Radio owner and leader. Um, oh, God, who could Sam be? There are a lot of parts Sam could do. I reckon he'd make quite a good Duke or Sino. Okay. If music be the food of yeah. love, play on. I reckon he could give that some beans. And our lovely Tara. Tara. Oh, mm, I was going to say she could do Juliet, but that's a little bit... Mm, She's very funky. Inane. She's a great musician. Yeah. I reckon you know. I'd stick her in an um, uh, actor muse production of Midsummer Night's Dream as nice. Hermia. Yeah. Because uh, I reckon she'd enjoy a bit of physical comedy. Being, yeah. You know, made, she made would. to try and reach up into Helena's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Years ago when I did um, Midsummer Night's Dream on tour, because the guy understood it, he hadn't done it since O-Level, mm. and he came uh-huh. over and he said, oh, I loved all that new material you put in about the heights of the women. And we were like, no, no, that's there in the original. And he was mm. amazed. It felt so accessible. His experience at school had been so stale. So, yeah. yeah. If anyone if anyone wants to try and get on board with Shakespeare, find somebody who's enthusiastic about it, because that's the way Oh, give me a call me. and we'll get Roddy doing a, a workshop on it. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's fo- polish off Name That Show. Okay, it wasn't a massively tricky one this week. No. So hopefully a few people in column one there in the gorgeous glittery leader book. But what was it? It was Singing in the Rain. Yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. I'm going to play that at the end of the show. We are, absolutely. And what's it from? (laughs) We will play you out with a full track of Singing in the Rain from Singing in the Rain. That's it. For this week, that's it from Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlowe. Join us both next Thursday at 11 on River Radio. We can't wait to see you at the the Stage Door. Have a good weekend. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling I'm happy again I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above The sun's in my heart and I'm ready for love Let the stormy clouds chase everyone from the place Come on with the rain, I've a smile on my face I'll walk down the lane with a happy
happy refrain Just singing, singing in the rain Dancing in the rain I'm happy again Singing 